0: Welcome back to Spilling Eve, the Killing Eve podcast, where we recap this show, we gush over it, we talk about your theories, our theories. Uh, I am Christy LaPointe, and my guest today is actor and writer Laurel Brady, who recently graduated from the Cine... Cineplex Film Program Writers Lab at the Canadian Film Center. Welcome to the show, Laurel.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. I only
0: stumbled immediately over the name of that program. It
1: was perfect. (laughs) Uh,
0: How are you?
1: Really good. Really good. So happy to be here on this rainy, rainy Monday.
0: I know. Yeah, it's kind of like the perfect setting. It felt very cozy. We have our blankets having some beverages mm-hmm. it's uh yeah it's great do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself
1: yeah sure um like you said i'm a writer and an actor um started out in theater then moved a little bit more into film and television world and yeah right now just working on a bunch of different projects a lot of dark comedies so i feel like very excited yes. to be on this podcast
0: Yeah, your feature that you worked on at the CFC, Mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to see the the teaser trailer for that you guys created, and it's so good. And I feel like fans of Killing Eve would be very into that sort of place.
1: Oh, my God. Thank you. (laughs) What a compliment. I love it here.
0: Uh, You're welcome anytime. (laughs) So, season two, episode six. Mm -hmm. This episode is entitled, I Hope You Like Missionary. (laughs) It was directed by Francesca Gregorini and written by Jeremy Dyson. And uh, let's just get right into it, I think. Yeah. Uh, It opened up on also a rainy day. So for us watching this in rainy Toronto right now, it felt like incredibly appropriate. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it starts out... Really intensely this episode. Yes. We see Nico just angrily confronting Eve about sort of the cliffhanger of the last episode. Mm-hmm. The last episode, in case anyone forgets, uh, Villanel confronts Nico and sort of tells him mostly the truth about everything yes. that's happened. Um, so he's coming to Eve and he's really upset and then it kind of turns into sexy times yeah
1: it is sexy uh i thought it was like interesting how it's the first time you really see nico i think take charge of like You see a different side of him because he's normally so nice and sweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Nico.
0: He's mad, but it's like he also took into account when Villanelle said, you should try this with your wife. He actually (laughs) is doing that, which is so bizarre. And it sort of seems like maybe they're going to be able to work through this. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, cut to the next morning and... It's not so great. Nico's still really upset. And Eve kind of thought, it seems like she thought she kind of got away with it. Like, oh, we all, we just got through all our issues in one quick, weird role play night. And then everything's going to be fine. But Nico's really upset and he leaves.
1: Yes. And I thought it was going to go completely the other way. But he is so like, I feel like Eve is satisfied in so many ways. Mm -hmm. and then nico just feels like filled with anger i don't know even if it's about the night per se but i think it is about like the lies that have culminated
0: yeah and the resentment Mm -hmm. in general and then we uh shoot over to carolyn's house (laughs) and carolyn constantine is there and this gorgeous man walks in and he they have this weird (laughs) kind of awkward moment and he says oh no did carolyn get married again <laughs> which we've already talked about her many husbands and her kind of history of lovers and they kind of have this very weird interaction and they use the word the term old friend a hundred times yes yeah. And she comes in and is so nonplussed by it all and just says like, oh, good. You guys have met. Great. And they're both like, yes, I'm also Carolyn's old friend. <laughs> oh, She has a lot of old friends. Cut to Kenny standing in Kenny! the corner of his own kitchen, just looking so uncomfortable with everything that's happening and promptly leaving.
1: I feel like how many times has Kenny been scarred in that kitchen? I want yes, to know.
0: Absolutely. Uh, it it it's a delightful little scene, and then we see Villanelle in Eve's house, just messing with shit, mm-hmm. just sort of like fucking around. She puts okay, she put a banana. She in unpeeled a banana shaker,
1: in- or like a salt container. She just shoved half a banana. In the salt container. And then she's
0: br- using the
1: toothbrush. <laughs> it was just a very... It, gross.
0: It felt like true villainelle, sort of yeah. just like messing with shit for fun.
1: Yeah, just like fuckery for the sake of fuckery. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like there's no end game there. Yeah. Uh, which is very funny. And then Eve and Carolyn are watching a video. They're at like a hookah lounge. <laughs> yeah, Which Eve sort of comments on being a weird place for breakfast. And then Carolyn goes on this... Carolyn y little monologue <laughs> about not liking breakfast food.
1: Yeah. She's like, why does it all have to be eggs? <laughs>
0: yeah. Essentially. Which, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and she's just, yeah, enjoying some hookah first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they are watching a video uh, of Alistair Peel that was secretly recorded by a journalist. Yes. Because he notoriously didn't like doing press. Mm-hmm. But this was like a video they have. And it basically reveals that alistair Peel was like had dirt had blackmail on this journalist
1: yes yeah he had a lot of stuff that he he would have been embarrassed by and then i guess eve was like well let's talk to this guy
0: yeah and the guy's dead already surprise surprise always a step behind uh and they basically figure out okay to to get to the root of what is going on with this Peel family corporation we need to infiltrate the siblings Mm -hmm. so they've think that the, the the kid, Aaron, the guy that they've already interviewed, is too weird and too awkward and can't just be seduced. Yes. Like uh, most people, they would just send in a hot lady mm-hmm. to extract information. But they think he's too weird
1: for that. Yeah, and he is. He is too weird for that, yeah. I think.
0: So they decide to go the route of the sister, Amber, mm-hmm. and they find out she's in AA mm-hmm. and they know that, It can't be Eve because Eve has already met both of them. So who gets conscripted into (laughs) some more undercover work but our dear Villanelle. And Villanelle seems not that interested in doing this. No. I
1: feel like it's very PG-13 in her realm of things. Yeah. She just
0: wants to kill people. That's Mm -hmm. her skill set. And she even says, Eve says something about it being challenging or a challenge. (laughs) And she's just like, I don't like being challenged. I'm not interested in that. Uh, so Eve is, is barking orders to the whole team, basically getting this operation underway. And she calls Hugo Kenny. Yes. And it's such a sweet moment. And I clocked it and thought, huh, that's weird. And then immediately Hugo says, it's Hugo. I'm Hugo. You said Kenny. (laughs) And Eve doesn't really let it soak in. She sort of brushes it off, but it just... Again, breaks my heart as all I want is those two to make it work as friends, you know?
1: I know. I know. I really want that to heal because I miss Kenny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So then we cut to Carolyn sort of going over the plan with Eve and with Villanelle. And Villanelle is very taken with Carolyn. She says, I wrote it down somewhere. She says, you're the real boss, aren't you? To Carolyn. (laughs) With such awe. In a way that kind of struck me. I don't know what you think about this but I thought oh maybe there's an even deeper meaning to that maybe she doesn't just mean you're Eve's boss at MI6 maybe because we don't know Mm -hmm. what the 12 are and Carolyn's where Carolyn's allegiances lie
1: totally I
0: kind of felt like Villanelle as a player in this whole game sort of seeing like I know you are pulling strings
1: Yes, I think it had multiple meetings for sure. And just watching her being so excited about meeting her finally, that was the cutest. It was such a cute moment.
0: It was very cute. In fact, that whole scene felt very cute because then they have the expert who has all of the like tech come in and villanelle's a little jokey off the top and he's just so dry and not interested and not there for it so then she automatically picks up oh this is the game and she starts like making fun of eve and when eve gets excited about something she's like eve be professional (laughs) yeah it's just such a it feels very Mm hijinksy so then we go straight into the operation which is this aa meeting yes so amber is at these meetings and uh they had basically gone through when when Eve pitched this to Villanelle, Villanelle instantly pulled out like three different characters.
1: I love that scene. That was so good. She's so good at accents. Oh, oh my God.
0: Like we all know it, but it's still so, to just see her turn it on yeah. and on and a new one. And what I found so interesting, so what they end up going with is this American accent, yeah. a character named Billy. And I thought it was so interesting that To me, it sounded like behind the American accent, it was more Villanelle's natural accent versus Jodie Comer's British accent. Yes. Or just a flawless American accent, which I'm sure Jodie Comer would be capable of doing. Yes, yes. So, I mean, that's the layers of work. And I don't know who the dialect coaches are or who does that, but it just seems like such attention to detail.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's just so fun to see her play around like – We don't get to see that side, so lifting the veil of how she's coming up with these kooky characters.
0: Totally! It's like her doing her actor prep at home. Yeah. Villanelle's, you know, really getting into it, feeling the physicality. So we're at the AA meeting, and Villanelle is this Billy character. And she starts, She offers to talk pretty quickly, and she basically just gives Eve's life story, like the bad things that have happened yeah. in Eve's life as the reason she's an addict. Yeah. And Eve is so mad, and the room is not into it.
1: No, they are not having this sort of sob story. No, yet. no, no.
0: And I mean, I have never gone to this kind of a, a meeting, mm-hmm. but the people in the room seem really aggressive. Yeah. Like if someone, it was their first, time at a meeting and even if they were being a bit self-indulgent or maybe not quite playing by the rules would everyone in the room kind of look towards them with this like fuck you energy no i don't i don't think so
1: but i don't know i
0: mean it was very effective for this episode but i just thought like oh my that's so horrifying to watch what if she was really on the edge yeah (laughs) yeah
1: in real life yeah uh
0: but it's fascinating and even villanelle fight afterwards Mm -hmm. because Uh, Eve is really upset that she did that and it it goes back into that sort of like relationshipy place of the two of them spatting and then she goes a little bit far criticizing Villanelle and Villanelle snaps a bit and she says I like you but I don't like you that much and it's sort of reminding Eve I'm the dangerous one I'm the one with power just because we're in this new dynamic doesn't mean I'm not like yes you know A loose cannon.
1: Which I think is such a good reminder for the show in general because it's like, if you lost that, so much of the show would be lost.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Villanelle even says to Eve, remember, the only thing interesting about you is me. Mm -hmm. Which is a real slap in the face.
1: Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) And
0: and it really is. I think it probably made Eve think, Mm -hmm. oh, you're right. Like, I'm obsessing over you. This whole thing is about you and centered around you. And so then we have Eve uh, going to Nico's school. Don't know what her game plan was here. No,
1: like rookie. I don't know. Yeah.
0: We've already seen her sort of like peering towards this courtyard and not being happy with what she sees, but she goes again. And of course she sees Nico and Gemma Mm -hmm. embracing in a past a friendship hug, very yeah. easily to say. There's a lot of lingering hands on hips, mm-hmm. and it's a very uh, sensual, comforting hug.
1: Yeah, that's not a friend.
0: And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she, she storms off, like, fairly upset. And Villanelle is back at AA. She goes a second day, and she sort of, in her own guarded, weird, fake way, speaks her truth a bit. Yes, I love this moment. Yeah, which was really interesting because when they had fought even Villanelle, she Eve had talked about Villanelle needing to be honest and that that's what these, you know, AA type programs are all about. Honesty and you have to be honest and they'll be able to tell if you're you're bullshitting. And so, obviously without divulging any of her true like life circumstances, she talks about her feelings in a really earnest and honest way. And it's It's wild to watch.
1: Yeah, because I feel like that's honestly one of those... It's weird because I know she's technically like a psychopath, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like she has these beautiful emotional moments where Where she does express like the little feeling that she does have.
0: Yeah. Well, it almost makes you think, and I know this is a conversation we've been having in our Facebook group a lot Mm -hmm. and on Twitter in the Killing Eve world, that difference between psychopathy and like being a sociopath
1: oh yes 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 and
0: because she refers to herself as a psychopath and the show has yes. referred to her as a psychopath But in this season, we are starting to see glimpses of true human emotion. We're seeing her crying. We're seeing her, and not just to manipulate someone else. We're seeing things that seem genuine. Yeah. So it does kind of raise that question. Mm -hmm. Is she a psychopath? As I said on Twitter this week, on the Spilling Eve Twitter, I think we need to get some kind of psychologist in here. Totally,
1: because these terms are so people, I think people use them in a very interchangeable way when they're not actually.
0: Absolutely. Yeah uh so she's at the the aa meeting again she's telling you know how she feels vaguely truthfully and then amber opens up to her basically right away it's she's like putty in her hands Mm -hmm. and her handler puts a puts a stop to it basically whoever this person is in charge of amber because amber comes from this billionaire family uh she just says something that felt very exposition-y to Mm -hmm. me. I don't know as a writer if it did to you, but it was basically like the agreement was that if you do AA, (laughs) you don't make any attachments with anyone here for your own safety.
1: Yeah, it was very like boop on the nose, you know? I was like,
0: okay, cool. We have that dynamic. Great, thank you. Uh, And then right away, uh, Villanelle goes outside and the handler kind of says something to her about you need to give her her space. And Villanelle, making eye contact with Eve, who's doing surveillance at the coffee shop across the street, yeah. just pushes this woman into traffic.
1: Yeah, no big deal. I was like, yep, yep.
0: It was so shocking to me. shocking. Which, that shouldn't be shocking, but especially coming off this moment of yes. seeming vulnerability, mm-hmm. it felt very uh jarring and eve is very taken aback by it too
1: yeah because i think partially she probably blames herself for like engaging with her but also you're kind of dancing with the devil yeah yeah
0: totally and it's it's very violent and amber rushes out and freaks out and villanelle kind of comforts her and if anything this is just serving to sort of fake bond them more
1: Oh yeah
0: uh But Villanelle just keeps that eye contact with Eve and she's just so, she's pleased as punch. Yeah. Like she's so proud of herself and she, she has power, I think, again, in her mind. And then we, uh, we go to Eve meeting with Carolyn at one of Carolyn's hobbies. So they alluded to hobbies earlier in the season. We talked on this show. We made some guesses, including, I believe, one of the guesses was fencing, which is what Carolyn is doing.
1: Which is amazing. Carolyn is the most amazing character. I love that she was just casually fencing. (laughs)
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and Eve is sort of relaying the information, and Carolyn does not give a shit about the death. No. She basically wants to know, is the plan still in play? Mm-hmm. Are the dynamics set up well enough? Yeah. Is Amber on the hook? She does not care that an innocent person has been murdered.
1: Yeah, I feel like Carolyn's definitely the big picture looks at the big picture of the situation and not like that sort of sucks on a human level she's kind of very detached in a lot yes of ways.
0: incredibly detached yeah. and we've seen that in her own life mm-hmm. and certainly in her work and the greater big picture yeah uh and then we have a little moment that was maybe my favorite moment of the whole episode <laughs> of villanelle texting eve <laughs> which this feels like some real fan service and like some Tumblr Twitter shit. Shout out to those communities. Uh, Villanelle is texting. he, She texts her this weird thing calling her kill commander and yes! asking if she wants to hang out. And then just a string of emojis, including a truck and a ghost emoji. <laughs> I love that moment. Oh, it is so dark and so funny and just feels... Like Villanelle is just dancing. She's on cloud (laughs) nine and she just wants to... It's like in her mind, this kill is all part of the flirting and the Mm. cat and mouse, which is... That's some pretty fucked up shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked. Uh, But as someone who loves a dark emoji text, (laughs) I... I loved it, and because we've been talking on the podcast this season a bit about social media, mm. now they don't—it doesn't really factor into the show for the most part. It was cool to be like, okay, they've got emojis, they've yes. got iPhones, great. Uh, and then we cut to the polar opposite feeling, which is the scene that made my skin crawl and made me so anxious:
1: mm-hmm.
0: Eve dropping off stuff for Nico at. Yes. Gemma's house naturally and she shows up and Nico did not invite her and is asking how she got the address and it's it's a very awkward interaction and then friggin' Gemma just pops up and invites Eve in for a cup of tea yeah that was a bad moment look okay I know that we're not British so tea culture is not the same here right So British fans, I need you to let me know if there was someone (laughs) who you were cheating or about to cheat with, Mm -hmm. would you invite their spouse in for a cup-up? Be honest. Is that just the level of sort of manners? (laughs) Because I found that crazy.
1: Yeah, I because it's obviously just like she didn't think she'd actually accept. But at the same point, I don't think... I don't think I would do that. I guess.
0: Oh, ne- never in a bit. I mean, I I am guilty of sometimes uh, accepting plans I don't want to or doing totally. things because you're sort of it's that waspy like. Uh, oh yeah,
1: maybe I would. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I I just feel like if it got to the level where you're literally talking about marital cheating, yeah, I feel like something in me would not that to it yeah which i get why eve went in eve wants to kind of explode this shit and she goes in and they have truly the most uncomfortable interaction
1: it was beautiful it was so uncomfortable like i loved every moment of it
0: oh and eve asks to go to the bathroom and of course just goes immediately to snoop around in Mm -hmm. the bedroom and she's looking at her bras and she opens this like very the whole room the way it was decorated I thought was really great art department it felt very sort of juvenile Mm -hmm. and it was you'd imagine yeah this is a single woman anywhere in ages 18 to 30 maybe her
1: lights the lights in the room although I did like the lights but yes very like whimsical like
0: young yes totally and just so polar opposite of what we've seen of Eve's house too which is you know a grown-up decorated home yes so she snaps off this little ballerina in a music (laughs) box thing and she's like stuffing it into a bra and Gemma comes in and calls her on it and they just have this very like uh, there's no other word for it but like painfully uncomfortable Mm -hmm. quick conversation And Emma, Emma, Gemma, Gemma basically says that she doesn't want to get dragged into Nico and Eve's problems. And that is when Eve and me, I would say, are both like, oh, hell no. Excuse me. You don't want to be dragged into this. Wink, wink. And uh, she, she, they, they fight a little bit. She calls for Nico because Eve starts to seem a little threatening. And Nico is so full of shit, and this just makes me so frustrated when he, I mean, maybe this isn't the perfect venue to have this conversation, but to say nothing's going on, we're just friends, I'm sleeping on her couch, it's so above the board, it's insane. This is
1: platonic, what are you talking about? Yes, no it's not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, nice try, buddy. Uh, And he says, there's nothing going on here, and Eve laughs and says, you're right, there is nothing going on here which, I mean, pretty good comeback.
1: It's amazing.
0: And then we get the titular line uh, directed towards Gemma, which is Eve saying, I hope you like the missionary position, which feels like a real burn, but Gemma immediately says, (laughs) yeah, I do actually,
1: yeah. Mm." Gemma's funny. Okay, I know she's like the other woman, which is very problematic.
0: She's also funny. Not to say it's right, but she's funny. She is funny and just so... I can't imagine someone saying all of those things to me with such attitude and me being like, oh, yeah, yeah that's cool. I Actually, it. that's my preferred. <laughs> yeah, so works great. out great for me. <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, it's so, so weird. And I mean, that is so much progression on that storyline that's sort of been slowly burning for mm-hmm. most of the season. So then we go to a dinner at the Peel's house, which Villanelle was invited to with a text that said something like, "Uh, family sups. And Villanelle angrily to Constantine remarks, why do rich people talk like children? (laughs) And I thought that was was so great. Maybe my favorite line. So Villanelle's at sups with the Peel's. And first of all, can we talk about the Peel's house? It's, um... huge
1: weird mansion but it's like sci-fi-esque
0: yes it's gorgeous but it also looks almost dystopian or futuristic in a way and it's got a ton of water features everywhere like Mm -hmm. there's a giant pool and I think there's also it's on the Thames or something so I mean it is stunning Mm -hmm. but a little scary
1: yeah it's it has like a coldness to it that yeah
0: yeah totally so she's having this conversation the brother and sister so they are Amber and Aaron sitting on the same side of the table together
1: i didn't like their relationship it made me it creeped me out
0: yeah i thought they did really well at this episode turning up that sort of ick factor yeah. of oh these are br- these are siblings who feel a little too close yeah like what is their relationship this is off-putting and a little creepy yeah
1: there's definitely like a underlying like creepy well he, sibling vibe yeah
0: and at a certain point he starts talking to her in some kind of greek dialect just so villanelle won't be able to understand yeah. and that even feels so i mean it's obviously rude to yeah. do at the table but it feels very intimate like something a couple would yes do. it
1: feels very much like they're a couple at a dinner party not brother and sister. Gross. Gross. Gross.
0: Yeah. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Uh, and it is not going well. And he is very suspicious of mm-hmm. Villanelle or uh Billy yes. as she is still playing. And they – she swallows her earpiece. Yes. Villanelle because she gets so sick of having Eve in her ear talking. So she puts it into – I didn't see exactly – was it a date?
1: I thought – okay. It could have been a date. But I also thought it could have been a truffle.
0: Like a chocolate oh, truffle. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, swallows the whole thing, which is just so Villanelle. Classic. Like, buddy, you could have just taken that out of your ear. You don't
1: need to swallow it. it. It's
0: probably really expensive. (laughs) Uh, But she does. So she doesn't have uh, access to Eve's intel anymore. And this is, (laughs) we were saying when we were watching this, the way they shot Aaron, they just keep zooming in on his face that it's like, a billionaire with glasses in any movie is not going to be a good guy. Yes.
1: Automatically, if you have glasses and you're a billionaire, you are evil. You are a yeah. mastermind of something evil.
0: And it really reads on camera <laughs> watching this. He just feels so creepy yeah. and scary. And they finish. She goes to the washroom. She gets caught snooping around. There's so much snooping in this episode. It's a real theme. And she, she gets caught and... We finally get to after dinner and they're playing a card game, uh, Dixit, which I think maybe we had at my cottage for a long time, but oh, okay. I've never played. I'm definitely, I've am definitely i definitely heard of that game before, but it just, uh, at least from the show, seems like a very boring game yeah. that Villanelle is so bored by. Mm-hmm. And Aaron starts calling her out and basically saying, I don't believe you are who you say you are. I think you've lied about your philosophy degrees which of course are fake. Yes. Uh Yada yada and he just starts interrogating her in this vicious way.
1: Yeah, this like rude I'm going to explain philosophy to you even though you have two degrees which obviously she does not have two degrees. yeah but he's just being a huge bullying asshole. Yeah,
0: it's a true like mansplaining at its worst. Real. Uh and it, it's really uncomfortable and of course Eve is trying to feed her the information But she's taken out the earpiece, so she can't hear it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And
0: the whole scene ends with her slapping him in the face (laughs) with the philosophy book he threw at her. Yeah. Which, I mean.
1: (laughs) I love that moment.
0: So funny. So good. And she escapes. Like, she exits very quickly. Yes. And that's kind of it. Amber seems like she was a little amused by it. Which is impressive, considering their weird codependent relationship. Totally. And Villanelle leaves and Eve is kind of going to go chase after her. And Constantine says, no, wait, wait, you need to give her space. And so then we end the episode on what felt like this very weird tangent. Yes. So Villanelle goes into a shawarma shop. Yes. And she's so taken with the spinning cone of shawarma meat As if she has never seen one before. Yeah, that was a weird moment. I found that really hard to believe because she's someone who travels the world. She speaks several languages. She knows so much about different cultures. She's never seen shawarma Shawarma? Like
1: I feel like that's every, like, you know, the end of a drunken night is always... You always end up in a shawarma shop yes, falafel or something. I feel like, yeah.
0: They're very popular here in Toronto, but I think they're also quite popular in London. I think so. I think so. So that seemed strange. And obviously the implication was she was talking a lot about what kinds of meats and like we're probably going to see human meat on some sort of a shawarma rotisserie at some point. Yeah, I'm waiting. Uh, But then two women enter the shop and they are getting, you know, their late night, chips after drinking probably yes and chips are french fries by the way guys not to (laughs) brag about my anglophile ways uh and she follows them out and she sort of chases them yeah this was a weird moment because i was like
1: are you gonna kill them for no reason just for the sake of killing them but it takes a kind of
0: weird turn. Yeah. So she, she chases and chases and then at the last minute she sort of like psychs them out. One drops money and she she runs around to the other side to basically act like she's someone else. Yeah. Or
1: and she, act like she's like sort of scared too. Yeah. She's
0: taking her hood down so she's not just a shadowy figure. And the women offer... Uh, ask if she'd like to walk with them kind of safety in numbers and she says yeah I'd love that
1: yeah and I was like is this a moment where she's looking for connection or is she gonna do something
0: bad yeah and it I was kind of shocked when that's where the episode ended
1: yeah I felt like it was weird because it didn't really feel like a huge cliffhanger
0: like it normally does totally not a cliffhanger but also kind of uh yeah just confusing yeah I was confused by it And I I don't know if maybe the next episode we're going to have some kind of huge payoff from this moment. Or this is just sort of a a moment left left up to us to sort of try to decipher.
1: Yeah, because maybe it's like planting a seed of more of a an emotional moment where she's seeking something. Yeah. Or it's going to be a huge death. I don't know. <laughs> tomato, tomato.
0: I mean, we'll find out very soon. And that was this episode. Yeah. It was intense. A lot of uh character development I yes. felt like happened. I yeah. mean, really getting into the Nico, Gemma, Eve stuff. That's very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh having Villanelle sort of push back on Eve in their new relationship and murder someone in front of her you know there's a lot going on Carolyn and her many suitors and <laughs> whatever's going on with that
1: yeah there was a lot happening and I'm very happy about the Nico development because I was starting to feel like I wanted more from him, his character I was like are we just going to be seeing him sort of following Eve around kind of like a Puppy for the rest of the season. And I'm glad he kind of stood up for himself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, that brings us to segment time. So uh, our first segment will be top line. So favorite lines from the episodes, anything that stuck
1: out. I love the line by Nico. Do you want me to love you or do you want me to frighten you?
0: Ooh, which that is... That is cutting to the core Mm -hmm. of their relationship and of Eve's dissatisfaction with them. Yeah, that one was so good. Uh, I loved Constantine off the top when Eve shows up at Carolyn's house and she's not there. And she's basically, they're having a very awkward encounter the first time since he betrayed her. And Constantine says, you're not yelling, but it feels like you're yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Which was the perfect way to articulate that, I thought.
1: I love that part too.
0: I also loved Villanelle's Why Do Rich People Talk Like Children
1: Yeah, and and,
0: You're the Real Boss, Aren't You to Carolyn. Just because it felt like that was so meaty and layered.
1: Yeah, many different layers to that. I really liked the We Are Old Friends, too. We Are Old Friends Together.
0: Oh, that felt like just the precursor to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, And poor Kenny just sitting there, like, trying to shield his eyes. Uh, Okay, let's go on to top ship so Laurel do you know what it means to ship to people or characters
1: no I actually don't
0: okay great I always ask so I haven't had to try to explain it in a long time
1: okay. exciting <laughs> little killers
0: I'm so sorry so shipping basically means two characters or people you like together you want to see them in a relationship uh, okay so people do it a lot in fandom culture and sometimes it's real couples that exist on the shows, but more often than not, it's couples who don't exist in the canon that people want together. For our purposes, we make it a little broader, so it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be platonic. Who is your, like, power team, power couple of this episode? I think...
1: Okay, that's a... Okay. I have a soft spot for Carolyn and... Constantine
0: oh yeah yeah that's a very popular opinion I
1: think that's my yeah I like them together that's great that's a great
0: answer I think for me on this episode and I know some people will say Nico and Gemma because they're just happy that's actually happening yeah I think for me I was so uh taken with Constantine and John Carolyn's new suitor oh I want to see those dudes hanging out maybe it's romantic maybe it's not maybe it turns into a real power throuple I'm into that. I feel like this show is not that opposed to that happening.
1: No, I feel like they've teased those situations before and I am into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right. That brings us to top kill slash kill count. So if I'm correct, there was only one kill in this there was episode. only one kill. And it wasn't the most stylish and it didn't seem really premeditated. No. It just seemed like a real act of passion Mm -hmm. and a real uh it felt like villanelle did this murder to manipulate eve like she did it it wasn't about the kill itself
1: yeah and it kind of felt like just a shortcut to get to the next step of their plan where maybe eve would ask her to sort of do some more behind the scenes work, and I think Villanelle was like, "No, I'm just gonna kill this woman. Yeah. I'll just cut out, you know, a day's of work. A totally, day of
0: work. And, and like reminding Eve, I am, I'm a killer. Yeah, this is what I do. I'm a very." very good assassin yes stop making me do all these dumb things i don't want to do exactly
1: there's a faster way (laughs) yeah
0: so not my favorite killing eve kill by any means but very effective uh and a very good use of sort of that murder as a plot device yes uh versus just a, a splashy hit
1: yes yes uh
0: okay that brings us to Eve mail. Uh, If you would like to send Eve mail into the show, you can email us. We are spillingeve at gmail.com. You can also send DMs to our Twitter and Instagram at spillingeve. And if you want to record yourself, uh, just record an audio message on your phone and send it in, as long as you keep them under a minute-ish. Love getting those too. So our first Eve mail today is from Sarah. And Sarah says... Hi, I found the podcast after binge-watching season one and absolutely love it. In the episode Smell You Later, which was last week's episode, Even Villanelle drive to the interrogation place from London. I found out online that the Forest of Dean is like two hours from London. What do you think Even Villanelle talked about for those two hours? Love the show, Sarah. Sarah, that is such a good question. Uh, can't wait to gab about this. I will say we had a few other people write in asking similar things about When Eve and Villanelle were in Eve's house together, we kind of cut. We missed some of that time. So I had some people asking, what do you think happened there? Do you think there was a kiss? Do you think something romantic happened? Do you think they fought? Because we do sort of jump from them starting to have a discussion to them leaving the house. So I think those both sort of fall into the same place. I mean, that's a great uh, thing to hypothesize on. What do these two talk about when they are actually stuck in a car together for two hours?
1: That is such a good question. I feel like they have so much tension in so many different layers. Do you think they talk about? No, they wouldn't talk about like childhood. That'd be weird. Would I mean, they?
0: I mean, I don't. I don't know. They both are so guarded in yeah. so many ways, but they are just so connected and have this palpable chemistry but I I don't know it feels like so much of their relationship has been built on the fantasy Mm -hmm. and the idea and the cat and mouse that when they're actually together in real life I wonder if some of that sort of spark dissipates a bit
1: yeah I feel like (laughs) I feel like they both like food
0: yeah maybe I feel like- <laughs> <laughs> they're just listening to like Bon Appetit podcasts <laughs> yeah. talking about technique. I mean hey I'm here for that. I'm hundred
1: I do it. I just think they both really like food and it's like a way that I mean everyone has to eat you know.
0: I mean do they have car snacks? Maybe that's the conversation we need to be getting <gasps> oh. into. What are their road trip uh, food choices like?
1: Yeah I feel like they'd be into like crackers and cheese
0: oh yeah Yeah. like some cheese that's a little too expensive to be eating in the car but they just do it anyway yeah uh well that's great if any of you listeners have any ideas about what those conversations were like send it send it in talk about it in the facebook group uh our next eve mail today is from tara and tara says i just started watching the show last month and i am obsessed villanelle and eve need to end up together at some point Even if it's in one of their dreams, I will be satisfied until the next season. Those two have us lesbian fans on the edge of our seats. They are endgame. I don't care what anyone says. Tara. (laughs) Uh, Tara, thank you for speaking what I would say so, so much of the fandom is feeling and believes. And I feel like we are sort of tiptoeing around that at this point. And I am shocked at how much even Villanelle are even together on screen in this season so far I kind of expected it to wait until maybe the end of the season to reunite them so who knows I mean at this point Nico is basically fucking off with another woman yeah the two of them have had a lot more interaction there's still this chemistry there's still this connection I I don't know I know I want it to
1: happen I'm really really there for that and I'm just but I don't think they'll give it to us yet I don't think it'll happen yet
0: yeah this Season. I don't think yeah I'm I'm cautiously optimistic yeah. <laughs> I I feel like this show more so than a lot of other genre genre TV shows sort of just gives and takes at its whim yes the fact that Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season one yet, Bill dies so fast when yeah. he is set up as this sort of series regular. It's it's so effective, but it also kind of keeps me from feeling too confident that I know what's going to happen in this show.
1: Yeah, you really can't predict just like the end of this episode you can't predict like you think something's gonna go one way and then it's just like a nice walk home
0: yeah maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) like they don't play by our rules so it's really hard to say uh so do you have any other thoughts about this show in general what brought you to the show oh my god i just love it i just think it just keeps me and i'm sure
1: many people can relate on the edge of my seat and i like it's two complex female characters and something I was thinking about watching this season is I like almost that Villanelle is getting more of an emotional arc whereas Eve is getting more of a like darker, cold, removed version of her character. We're kind of seeing like a little bit of a edge towards each, each yeah,
0: other. Yeah, like they're meeting in the middle. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's really been fascinating watching this season lean into Eve's darkness. Yes. And her fascination quote unquote with female killers Mm -hmm. but also her maybe relating to them and totally getting close to becoming a killer herself who knows i i
1: know i i feel like it's going darker and darker and i'm just i'm here i'm here
0: oh it's so good uh well that brings us to the final segment of the show which is of course confirm the kill aka plugs laurel tell us about what you've got going on where can people find you if they'd like to follow your fabulous career oh my gosh amazing um so
1: you can check out my website laurelbradycreations.com follow me on twitter it's laurel um dash i think brady <laughs> i'm not really sure actually my own twitter. well we'll link to you'll it find, <laughs> you'll find it in the yes thank you
0: <laughs> description box you yeah. got it Um, Yeah, I think that's everything. Okay, Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, And if you're not already following the show, at Spilling Eve on Instagram and Twitter. If you're not in the Facebook discussion group yet, we'll put a link to that in the description box. It's super fun over there. We just do this all day and talk about how much we love the show and there are a lot of theories and a lot of videos and articles get posted there. If you're not following me on Twitter, it's at Christy Lapointe. and send in your email. It's I really appreciate everyone who sends it in. We can't always get to every single one on the podcast just for time, but it's so awesome seeing fans of this show from all over the world, you know, all connecting and relating over this amazing show that we can just geek out over uh so that's it have a great week we will see you next week only two more episodes left which is wild in this whole season and remember do not kill anyone this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network
1: sonar